0: This episode of the Self Love Club podcast is brought to you by Amplify Kombucha. Taste Amplified. The Self Love Club. A place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm your host Belle Crawford. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self love and self care practices and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Lou Northcote is a social activist and creator of the hashtag free the pimple movement. After growing up in Dubai Lou moved back to London to complete her studies and appeared on Britain's Next Top Model TV show. It was at this time that Lou chose to speak publicly about her acne determined to change the norm. We're so lucky to have Lou share her story, positive mindset and tips on the Self Love Club podcast. Lou, welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. Thank you so much for coming to hang out or letting me come hang out with you today. Thank you so much for asking me. Oh, This is cool. Yes, super cool. So tell us about yourself and what you're doing. So, um, I
1: am an activist, and I started a movement around skin positivity. I started a hashtag called hashtag #FreeThePimple because I've suffered with acne from teenage years, and I was actually a model growing up. And unfortunately, acne took over my career and ended it. So I was obviously not in a very good place. I was in the fashion industry and all the images I saw were perfect skin, but it doesn't really exist. So I was kind of determined to to change the norm and to just put it out there that acne exists but I never thought that it would you know be anything and I I posted like a makeup free selfie and just spoke about my story dealing with acne and thought that a hashtag was a great way because obviously anyone can access it, anyone can use it around the world, Um, never thinking seriously that anyone would use it Yeah. and now I'm at this point where it's continually used and it's got nearly 10,000 posts and people you know know who I am um, and also using their voices as well to continue this positivity, which is just amazing.
0: So you just started with a post of your of your face, literally makeup free. And- yeah. You know what led you to that point? Were you really frustrated and upset? So I dealt with it from a young age, and it
1: kind of was like a roller coaster. At some points, I had quite good skin, and then it obviously came back. And I was actually on a TV program in the UK called Britain's Sex Top Model, and I was really excited because my skin had literally been clear for a year, and I was like, okay, this could be you know a great way to get back into modelling because I was a model. And then inevitably, on the first day, my skin just broke out, and our first like challenge was to take off all your makeup and to like basically be completely like bare your hair was tied up and I'd never taken my makeup like off like when I have bad skin in front of anyone basically just except for my boyfriend so I was in this room obviously with all these beautiful girls and you had really good skin and I was terrified because I was like oh my god I've never done this like what are they going to say or like I have to be on tv these all these random people and I did it, and I really thought I'd cry, but I didn't. And obviously, all the girls were being like really nice, and it was fine. And I like had to do a catwalk, and I apologized for my skin, which I think is really bad mm. because that you know w- why should I feel we like I need to apologize? Do it. Like, oh, sorry, you know, to makeup artist yeah, or story.
0: Yeah, yeah. You never, oh, my skin's not so good at the moment. We do apologize exactly, about it. and society's kind
1: of told us you know that's the way it should be that you should because it's like not beautiful and it's not you know the way it should be. But from doing that, it, I guess it became my storyline, but. I realized that I needed to, to speak before the episode aired because I'd never like told my story and I was worried how it was going to be portrayed or who would write about it you know in an article so yeah I went to social media and for me it sounds really small and silly now it's like just posting a makeup free selfie but even people I know girls who have really good skin are like I'd never post a makeup free selfie on Instagram and I'm like why and they're like no like I have to you know my best etc etc so I realized what I did was actually quite A big deal Mm. and everyone was like oh my gosh and genuinely I was just prepared for horrible comments which sounds really bad but I know what social media can be like and what people can say and I was like you know what, whatever you know I'm prepared if someone says something I'm not going to let it affect me but it's been nothing but positive which is amazing and it's great that other people are using the hashtag and have helped build this community Because I always say to them as well that it actually helped me because growing up, I didn't really have anyone to relate to. I didn't know those people who'd suffer with acne, like not really know anyone in my family. So I kind of felt alone, even though I knew people suffered with acne.
0: I guess especially in media and, you know, like models and all those images you were seeing, they're airbrushed and photoshopped. You know, we're not seeing real life, no. real skin, you know.
1: And especially when you're a teenager, you you don't really realize that. You do, but in your head, you know, you're like, no, nope. they literally wake up like that and they look like that and they're perfect when obviously they're not. Mm. And I guess for years, for some reason, society's always kind of told you, you should have perfect clear skin. So you think that you're ugly and you're unworthy and you're always different things from something that really isn't your fault and isn't something you know you chose to have and can control mm. and I think that was the aspect I wanted to talk about it as well as it's not just like the way it looks it's the emotional aspect that you go through and you know how you kind of beat yourself up and the things you say about yourself or how you see yourself and the silly things that Everybody said it that his part of his community said like I did. It's like you'd miss events or you know not want to go out to see your friends just because of your skin. Mm. Like
0: it's crazy. Or not being out and not wear makeup. Yeah. You know, having to constantly cover and up or use mask. filters or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, How were you treated within the next top model experience and also in the modelling industry? You say that it sort of was hard with your skin because I mean obviously they want people with really clear exactly. amazing skin, but. Like, how were you treated then? Was that, Did it just make it impossible? I think
1: in the beginning of the show, I was obviously treated very nicely by the girls. Like, oh, my gosh, blah, 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 you poor thing. Like, oh, it's fine. And my skin just got worse and worse. And it wasn't even just the way it looked. It got really painful. Mm. And it was sore. And then you're on a program where you can't, like, leave. You can't go and have five minutes. They want to film you all the time. You can't really go like I just want to have five minutes. Can I close the door? They're like, no. You have to sit in the room with all these girls and have conversations. You come back and you've had your makeup done. I basically said some I don't. I didn't want to be filmed like having my makeup done, and it spiraled me into this really bad place. And then I think none of the girls really understood, so it wasn't the best environment to be in because they say it's I think it's hard for people who haven't gone through acne because as I say it's not just the way it looks mm. it's the way it feels it's like you know the pain that you feel on your face and the fact that you know you're trying to do everything right with your diet and drinking water etc etc and it's just getting worse yeah and you don't know what's happening and definitely the fashion industry it's not the best when it comes to those things because as they say it's seen as like an imperfection and it's it's not something you want to advertise I guess but I think it's slowly getting better and it's, it's amazing how there are people, you know, of differences when it comes to body size, ethnicity, and slowly, you know, there is more people with different skin, like you've got like Winnie Harlow with Vitiligo, you've got models who have like, you know, albino, like all slowly, but weirdly enough, acne is kind of, I feel like being the last thing. That's been included.
0: Yeah. Cause it's all, it's all focused on beauty and yeah. this idea of what beauty is, you know? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I guess in a way they've tried to show that those things can be beautiful, which they can, but they're still finding it a bit hard to try and show how acne
0: can be beautiful. Mm. So it's fine. I'm, you know, I'm fighting the fight and I'm going to continue to fight it. Did you keep modeling or did that sort of next top model experience sort of go, okay, I don't really want to do this anymore.
1: Yeah. It definitely changed my aspect. And I, I don't think my headspace was in the right space either I literally I came out of a show and I was not at all in a good place I didn't want to see anyone I was like really upset I didn't feel like myself and like I would had my hair cut and I had my hair dyed and I was like all these just it was a whole experience and I think The moment that kind of changed everything was creating my hashtag and posting that picture because it just changed my mindset. Mm. You know, I was in like such a low and a down point that I was kind of like you know what I have to embrace it instead of just beat myself up you know maybe someone will listen there'll maybe be someone like out there so I won't feel alone and I did it and I just had the courage and I'm so glad I did and I've been able to do you know so much more with it and I've I'm fine with not modeling anymore like I do miss it because I was a model from the age of 10 so it was kind of like what I loved and what I knew but the industry's different in different markets and it changes all the time. And I work in fashion, so I'm lucky I'm still part of the industry because I love the fashion industry. But, yeah, I would love to still change the norm. And that's what I'm trying to do It's yeah. just just to get it in there a little bit more for, like, you know, the next generation. for I them to support what you're
0: doing. You know, like it's, I mean, yeah, modeling would be great. But what you're doing is so needed and so important that perhaps that's just what you're meant to be doing and exactly. where you're more like needed at the moment you no know but that's
1: mean? true that's literally what how I see it as well and social media is amazing like it's insane you know how it can reach so many people and you create these communities and you know, you're kind of your own... It's your own portfolio. Mm. So you can put the content the way you want. So I still kind of feel like I'm modeling
0: in a way, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's just everything's changed. Like you said, the market has changed. It's different now. Digital platforms have just changed everything. Exactly. We're not just seeing magazines and yeah. images, you know? It's like you can go on your phone and, and people can create content so much more Exactly, easily. in seconds. And I think that's the amazing aspect and that's what... It needs to be,
1: you know, keep happening and, and use it for a positive, which I think is great. And definitely it's happening on Instagram. And it's, it's nice because there are so many young people on it, you know, mm. people younger than us that you realize have such an impact of the images they are seen. So it's so nice that they get to see a bit more real yeah. images.
0: You have talked us through a bit about what happened when you first posted your image with the hashtag what was the the reaction like and what was the response like did you were you quite surprised by it I was really surprised like
1: you know, obviously my friends wrote really nice things and my family, but then there was more people who did it and then people started sharing it. And, and there was suddenly this spiral of all these, you know, like random people I didn't know who were all writing, you know, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing your story. I also suffer with acne or, oh my gosh, thank you. Like I've been hiding it for so long. Now I feel like I'm not alone. And I was like, my gosh, this is insane because I didn't think this would happen, but it made me realize as well that we're literally all the same. Mm-hmm. Everyone that I've spoken to, even, you know, now as well, who suffered with acne has gone through the same thing. It's yeah. so fascinating. Like literally no one's story is really that different. Everyone's gone through like the same emotions, felt the same way, fell alone, et cetera, et cetera, use most of the same products, whatever it is. Like it fascinates me that, you know, there are so many of us. But it really was hidden.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of the time, especially with things like that, people just suffer alone. Think mm-hmm. they're alone and try to hide and hide themselves, hide their skin. Exactly. Um, it's really hard, especially like you say, when you're doing I've had I had some as well, like hormonal breakouts, especially when I like came off the pill years yeah. ago. And it's really hard because you're trying you're doing all the right things, you know, like you're doing drinking exactly water you're eating healthy and everyone's like oh try this. I mean you would have got it too try this thing mm-hmm. and you're like I've literally tried everything and I until like this year my skin wasn't really fully clear I mean it wasn't too bad but it was like wasn't really clearing up yeah and like was like years and years of having it. And your mom, mum, always got, like, Oh, you've had sugar. And I was like, yeah, no, I actually haven't. That's what it's I mean. hormonal mum. Like it's, it's really so hard. hard. Yeah. Like I think
1: the last thing with it is like, it's not a disease, you know, it's not life threatening. However, it is like kind of having a disease. And that's the thing I think people who don't, you know, suffer, with, don't understand. Um, like you basically do have to go to a doctor because something's happening in your body. You don't, you don't know. Mm. You can't just take like a headache pill and it no. go away. You know, like, yeah. It really doesn't work like that. And
0: you're probably like a lot of us tried all of the things.
1: It's hard doing this because I don't want to completely, you know, promote. You should do this to do that. Hmm. Like everything that I try or any product that I like promote or I use is completely honest. I always say like, this is what I've done and this is what's worked for me. It doesn't work for you. And the same with other people who've said to me like, oh, I've tried that. And I'm like, oh, I've tried that, but it didn't work that's the hard thing as Mm. well I think is you know there's no miracle there's no like one thing and you it fixes for everybody so everybody's like acne is different and their skin and obviously like boys get it too and it's again something else is good different on their body than a female's it's really hard to to be able to you know give advice because obviously people ask questions and I'm always like genuinely like I can tell you what I've done but it's not going to hundred percent work for you. And obviously that's hard because they want to hear amazing things, but it's just the way it is. And that's also the frustrating point about it.
0: Yeah. I think that's important though, because I, if you, yeah, I think if some people were going do this it, it mm-hmm. will definitely work, you, we're not, you know like when we're on social media we're not people aren't actually experts in yeah. this field so what you're doing is perfect and the way you're going about it, this is what I've done you could try it but exactly. definitely seek professional advice sort of exactly. along with anything I think that's really important on Instagram it especially. is so important because yeah. you it
1: as well as much as like you know, you, you kind of feel like you're sold anything. You're sold the dream and it, how images can be put online. You'll be like, yep, okay, I'll buy that because it looks like it's magic, but it's like actually all fake. Mm. And that's the hard thing. And I think, especially with skincare, you you know it's an, it's a lot of people get acne it's a great market market to target if you are a skincare like you know brand I get it they want to make money that's just the way it works and then you know you're told like I don't know this is like the spot prone skin or it's going to clear this and it will might help you know like I always say I should look at ingredients like I know you know sort of things like if you have dry skin I know the type of ingredient to use like hyaluronic acid or like if you want to have a type of face mask it should have this in it whatever instead all the advertising and it's like oh use this you know it will clear your skin or oh use this and it's great for spots and it doesn't work like that and it's mm. really hard because there's so much false advertising Yeah, and I think years before as well especially with like acne treatments there weren't models like, that they used in the adverts who had bad skin so you always felt like you know, they have perfect skin before and after. Am I going to look like that? And you realize you don't. So you're like, what do I do? Mm,
0: exactly, and that's the thing. I'm like, skincare is in makeup, but I think skincare, especially at the moment, is just such a huge industry. It's insane. It's like, I love big, it. Same, I'm obsessed, obsessed with skincare, but it's become bigger than makeup. Literally, it
1: has. Mm. And I, I mean, I find it fascinating, and I think. Having acne's made me feel like I need to educate myself more in skincare. Like I know, as I say, more about ingredients because I have bisamine. Like, you know, you look at the back and you're like, what is any of this? Mm. So now I've been lucky enough to speak to professionals and talk to dermatologists and, you know, skincare specialists. And I literally understand ingredients. And I try and tell this to my followers as well. I'm like, look, I'll give you lists of ingredients for things you want to try and, you know, what you want to do to your skin. But don't just buy the, you know, the thing that's like bestseller or on sale or you should really look into it mm. because you're investing into your your skin. Yeah, You know, you don't want to do something that does the complete opposite and gives you like a reaction or... You know, makes your skin worse. So it it is hard, especially when you're acne prone. Because then I have other, you know, friends who have like really good skin and they can use anything and it doesn't really do anything to their skin. And I'm like, oh my God.
0: So yeah, it's definitely not an easy ride. Yeah. Do you find that through sharing your journey with it, that? obviously then you started to feel a lot better within yourself how did that change things for you like I it's really interesting like I I have a lot
1: of people who obviously like oh my gosh how are you so confident I wish I was that confident I'm like don't get me wrong like I am so much better but yeah I have my down days where you know everybody does and I try and say as well to be honest like you know it's not always plain sailing and I'm not always so self-love but that's just how it is and you need to know that when you're feeling low to get yourself back up and I think that's the thing that I'm so amazing at doing now but no I'm 100% more confident in myself and I used to wear makeup as a mask like I literally would wake up and even if I was like with my parents in the house I'd put on foundation to go downstairs like that's so bad just to cover my skin now like I enjoy makeup the same as I enjoy skincare you know there's a new blush or if there's a new like mascara whatever I'm like yes I can enjoy using it I don't use makeup as a mask I like can go makeup free now I feel confident in doing that like I'm fine with sitting with people with my acne out like you know I don't mind staying with family and the communities help me and I say this to them I'm like you've all shown me that I'm not alone like I'm not a weird anomaly and I'm going through this all on my own like we all sit and we share notes and then you see their journeys and it's like it's weird but you create all these like e-friends and I say this like they say, you know, I, I've given them confidence, like, but so have you, you've given me confidence. And I think that's what's so nice about the community is everybody's just, like, so positive. And as they say, like shockingly like I'm so happy obviously there's been no real negativity but because everyone in the community we're so alike we understand each other so it's a really nice way to bring each other up and slowly there's more people who are sharing their stories on you know on Instagram and again they like message us and it becomes this bigger bigger thing and we're all just giving it like ourselves Conference. It's amazing. Mm.
0: How are some ways that you do bring yourself up on those days where you're not feeling so great? What are some of your self-love or self-care practices that, you know, you really get stuck into? I
1: always say to people that, when you feel low, you shouldn't sit in like a room on your own, which sounds weird because I know people will be like, you know, it's the weekend and you feel low and you're just going to sit in your house and watch TV or like, you know, go on Instagram or, you know, and then you continue having these thoughts or you look in the mirror, et cetera, et cetera. Go for a walk, you know? Go sit with a friend, like for a coffee, like do something to distract yourself, and suddenly you realize that your headspace completely changes. Like especially with skin, you're on your own. All you do is focus on your skin. You know, you'll wash your face in the morning, and you're like, oh my god, what I can think of my skin? And then you're sitting there and you're staring on Instagram, and comparing yourself to everybody. Suddenly, you go out with like a friend, or go for a walk, and you're like sitting there, you know, laughing with them. You're not thinking about your skin. You're thinking about the joke they told you instead. It's the best way. To kind of escape your own mind, I say. Mm. Like, it's obviously easier said than done, but you'd be surprised. Oh, totally. Like, just, you know, text that one person or say, even just go for a walk. And you, literally, you're a, you're a whole different person.
0: Yeah, I think I, you're so right. I think a lot of us do that where we just end up internalizing mm-hmm. too much and you get in your head too much. And it's just changing your environment, whether it just be going exactly. outside or literally going really to get a does. coffee. You actually feel so much better. It does.
1: It completely. And you and then you kind of like, oh, what was I thinking about before? Like, why was I in this headspace? And I think especially when I was like younger and before like Free the pimple, I would literally sit in my room hating my skin being like oh my god i don't have makeup to go outside oh my god i really want that coffee but i look so ugly Aww. like you know and then now i'm like no go get that coffee and people literally don't people are too busy on their phones or like talking to about they're not going to focus on you and instead you're getting yourself out you're changing your headspace and you're reminding yourself that you can do this mm. instead of sitting
0: there thinking all the horrible things about yourself yeah completely and like you say people aren't noticing every single thing about us that we think they are they're all thinking about themselves they're worried about themselves you know and that's i think the thing i always say you need to focus as well because it's so true
1: you do think you're going to go out you know with like your acne showing and everybody's going to stare at you and say horrible things but when you do it you realize you're like oh no one's actually looking at me Nah. you know like uh, oh even that person i just you know crossed crossing the street with me like no one stared at me. Even the person like, you know, I go get the coffee with, they're too busy, like working out whatever that you're paying on the next customer and stuff. They aren't staring at your skin and that completely changes your headspace as well. And I think that was another way that continued to give me confidence to go out, you know, without makeup because no one focuses on it and then because no one's staring at you you don't focus on it mm. so you just continue walking and you don't think oh my god my skin my skin everybody's staring you're just like okay cool and then you just completely just
0: get on with your day do you think that getting to that space obviously was a process for you oh yeah and starting your movement and and doing all the things you were doing but do you think this getting out there was that part of how you managed to just do it and get on with it and not worry about it so much. I think it's like, you know, ripping the bandaid off. Like you focus so many,
1: you know, on your mind on so many different things, like thinking how it's going to go wrong and how it's going to go before you actually do it. And then you do it and you're like, Oh, okay. Why didn't I do this before? And it really is that like, you know, just pushing yourself and kind of doing the unknown and be like, just do it, just do it. And then when you do, as I say, it just becomes normal and you realize like, why was I thinking all these things? Like, it's not even like that bad. And as I say, no one focuses on it. But yeah, it's not, obviously it's easier said than done, but... If you, you know, get yourself there and continuously, like, give yourself self-love and praise yourself and, you know, encourage yourself, yeah, you can do it, 100%.
0: Amplify Kombucha, they've developed delicious kombucha with great flavors. It's also great for you, containing good bacteria and it's low in sugar. It's a win-win. Lately, I've been enjoying the summer vibes and have been reaching for the Amplify Kombucha pineapple and coconut flavor. That remind me of being somewhere on a tropical island even on colder days and I can't wait to drink it all summer it's so good amplify kombucha will help you break up with drinks that are bad for you and even better they actually taste great too try amplify kombucha you will not regret it promise I think a lot of things in life can mess with our self-worth a lot and that's I think honestly self-worth is one of the most important things you need and when you get when you can get that within yourself Life is a lot better, but did it mess with your self-worth a lot? It really did, and I think... I'm still young, but I realise now
1: that, like, when you're young, you're so mean to yourself, and that's why I really try and target my audience as well to even the younger ones, because it's so true. You, you grew up being so mean to yourself and you know, there's a difference between like being egotistical and cocky than loving yourself. You can love yourself and be the nicest person ever. It's not, you know, about being, I'm better than you. It's just being comfortable in your own skin and understanding who you are and kind of embracing it. And you know, taking it for the good and not focusing on the negative. And it's it's really funny. I realize I don't focus anymore because I have a lot of girls in my office and a lot of them are older than me and they do it quite a lot and I've kind of changed their mindset and like you know, they're going to the gym or they were eating a few more biscuits or whatever, and they're like, Oh my god, I really hate my legs, or oh my god, I need to lose this weight, or yeah, my arms don't look good in this top. And I was like, guys. All you're doing is talking negative about yourself, like why do not you talk positive about yourself and they literally were like oh my god you're literally bright." and they said to me one of the girls like okay we need to say four things we like about each other so every says something about like the other person like you know oh you have i love your eyes or like your hair is amazing or you know your dress sense or you're like so funny and humorous and then suddenly they realize they're like oh my god yeah why do we talk so negative about ourselves and it's definitely a thing i think women are kind of brought up doing which is so Bad and obviously, it's it's silly, and I don't know where it stems from, but definitely the media probably has something to do with it. We're very
0: self-critical as well, you know.
1: It's so insane, Mm -hmm. and it really is true, and. Once you change that mindset, you'd be surprised that you actually don't focus on the negatives. Like, yeah. you, you embrace the fact, like, you know, maybe you're shorter than other people or, you know, your body isn't exactly the way you want or you've got a bigger bum or whatever. You just kind of embrace it and you love it. And mm-hmm. it's nicer to sort of be nicer to yourself and, as I say, encourage other people. And surrounding yourself with the right people definitely helps as well. I think growing up, I've realized that now, yeah. you know, like how they say, unfollow negative accounts on Instagram. You can kind of unfollow friends in real life. Like, it sounds so bad, but you want to surround yourself with the people who bring you up also.
0: Mm, definitely. I mean, yeah, at times, yeah, there's never going to be everything perfect around you. But like you say, you know, it doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing. We've had exactly. conversations about this before where... You don't have to like be like I'm not your friend anymore. You just I don't know, just don't really make the effort to catch up with them anymore. Exactly. Yeah, it's really important, especially when you're
1: like, especially when you're going through something like you know dealing with your skin. You want someone to to not focus on it because I know I know of people as well who the typical like. I try and tell people about the language as well. What they should say to people with acne is, as you say, there's always the people are like, Oh my God, have you tried this and you know, they focus on it and you're like, Oh my God, don't say that because they know you're focusing on the skin or you get the opposite where I know they're trying to be nice, but they're like, Oh my God, your skin looks really good today. And you're like, don't (laughs) say that. You can't say that either. You know, you want friends that just don't say anything Mm -hmm. unless you ask them because that creates, a more environment or else you go back into that shell because you you know you feel like oh my god everybody's staring at it oh my god everyone's focusing on it I thought I covered it today because I put like on a new concealer like y- you'll realize who you want to surround yourself mm. with especially when you go through like acne
0: yeah and I guess not it's because a lot of it's to do with stress mm. and when you're not stressing about it which exactly. is so hard not to do you, it can sort of clear up a lot.
1: Exactly. If you put yourself in a way better headspace, it's surprising what, you know, what the
0: mind does
1: to the body, literally, mm. even with skin.
0: What was, what, what worked for you the most? Like how did, how did you get to that place?
1: I don't know. There's so many different things to be honest and definitely age and definitely realizing that I'm not alone. And you know, it, it's insane how social media can be positive. It can be a negative space, but it can be positive. And without it, I genuinely don't think I'd be to this point. Which is crazy. Which is probably silly and but honestly, I really don't think I would. Because unless I obviously suddenly surrounded myself with those of people who were like had acne. I don't think I would be as confident and as self-love as I am without social media, Mm. which is crazy. But I thank it for that positivity that it does have.
0: So I guess the connecting with the people you're able to Mm -hmm. and the things you've been able to do that is a part of how you've learned to love yourself literally it really is which is amazing because I think all the time you know everyone's like oh Instagram's so bad for us and yes it can be but you're in charge of who you follow your experience you know what you're seeing I mean sometimes yes you will see things that maybe you don't want to see But you are literally in charge of curating your feed, you know? And that's the crazy part of it. But also I do have my boyfriend to thank. Like
1: I've been with him for five years and he's seen my skin through everything. And I always say to him the same thing. He doesn't ever focus on it. And the same thing, he wouldn't be like, oh, your skin looks so good today. Or like, oh, something's different. He just doesn't say anything. Unless I say to him, oh, you know, I'm feeling like this. Or I don't think this is working. He knows the language. And all he does is just, you know, bring me up instead of bring me down. And that's amazing you know even when we first dated I was like doing the whole apologizing for my skin like I'm really sorry my skin's bad and he never he was just like no it's not like I don't mind I'm not dating your skin I'm dating you and I'm obviously really lucky but I always give this advice to girls because I suddenly have loads of people ask me this now they're like how do you have a boyfriend with that and he's like what do you mean and they're like No, it's it's like obviously a big thing and I get it like even if you have like two spots and you're going on a date you're like oh my god oh my god you know I have to cover this This it's gonna be so bad and it is a huge thing because adult acne is really big now you know it's not just teenagers who obviously get um acne and it's hard because you're being like vulnerable with a person already let alone showing them what is basically like your biggest insecurity. Mm -hmm. But I always say to them, you know, you should be with someone who doesn't focus on it and they care more about like you as a person or like, you know, the funny jokes you make and it's hard to get there but you will. Like if they if they focus on your skin, they are so not worth it.
0: Oh, completely. And like you say, I think when you're yeah, when you are affected Mm -hmm. by something like that, you you do think it's like the worst thing and oh no like you get people saying girls saying to you how do you have a boyfriend like isn't that so sad I know that's really sad I think acne is one of the things that's looked at like in terms of if you get it or yeah when you have spots or whatever I think that is what people see as one of the worst things you can have like when you think about it Literally, they it do. It really
1: is, and this is why I really am somehow like intrigued to find out. I don't know if I think if I ever will, but like I didn't invent acne. This thing, you know, I didn't create this new thing that became popular. And you know, woo, I literally just spoke about something that's existed for years. But growing up, everybody thinks, you know, oh, acne's ugly, or oh, you're really dirty. Which I always find like, like, wash your face. And my boyfriend always says, I'm cleaner than he is. Like, I'm, you know, I'm really good at washing my face and use like the right thing. Same with my hair, whatever it is. I eat really clean, you know, better than him. He's got like five donuts over there, and I'm there like eating the celery, like, have done my whole life you're brought up being told it's ugly you know it's wrong and that you are like really dirty so even you know even if you're a nice person for some reason in the back of your head you're just like oh my god they must be really dirty if they have acne but it's true it's so bad like i don't know where the hell that comes from that we think like that but it really does but i guess probably that's like uneducation because you don't learn about it at school you know it doesn't get spoken about. Now it's slowly is, but
0: before it was just like, Oh my God, don't show it. Like it's so bad. Yeah. But then don't show it, but you still have to get rid of it. But yeah. you can't ask or talk to anyone about it. Exactly. And you've got to cover it, which is going to make it worse.
1: Exactly. So this is what I mean. So it's like, I don't know where all this came from. it's really stained. Mm. it is because it's not like you know there's only a few people in the world that have it and it's like
0: some really rare thing there are a lot of people who get acne it's not it's, it's really exactly common.
1: I'm pretty sure it's like um, I swear it's like 80% of people in their lifetime will have like a form of acne
0: yeah you know it's basically everyone exactly it's not
1: like an abnormal thing but you're told it is Mm. it's so strange
0: what are some of your other go-to self-care practices things that you do to take care of yourself i love boxing
1: so I go to this really cool boxing class in London called Cobox. And I used to be a dancer. So I kind of like going to a class and like being told what to do because I feel like I'll get to a gym and I'll be like, um, I'm a bit bored. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but it's a great way to like stimulate your mind and you like focus on things. They play really good music and you just feel so good afterwards. And for me, it's not about, you know, obtaining that insane body or like trying to get abs. I just really enjoy going. And it just completely, it's like... An hour class so for that hour don't go on my phone don't think of anything else you know all I do is like focus on myself in this class and I need to you know push myself and I need to get all these moves correct and you know it's amazing you come out and you're like oh my god a whole new headspace.
0: you feel so yeah. exercise is so important it really is whatever it is it works for everyone just mm. stick to that do yeah. it try the things there's so many classes That's you can like go me. To, yeah
1: and as I say it's not you know trying to push yourself in the wrong way and be like, I need to obtain this, I need to go this, and I need, you know, this body. No, just enjoy what you're doing.
0: And enjoy the mindset that it gives you afterwards. That feeling is so good. Literally.
1: Completely shift I love it. Seriously, I Mm. really do. I go as much as I can. And the same, I go to dance classes for the same reason. Like, it's so fun. And there's, you know, it's not about the competition or, like, whatever. It's literally just being yourself. Even if you mess up with dance, who cares? It's just enjoying
0: being there. Mm, Completely. (laughs) And tell us about you you grew up like not in England you know lots of different places it was quite interesting I know I'm quite
1: a sort of it's hard when people ask me where in England I'm from I was born in Singapore and I grew up in Dubai so I'm a bit of an expat child and I came to the UK on my own at 16 And it's a good thing, but then it's really funny. A lot of dermatologists have told me that moving from hot climate to cold climate could have actually been what caused my acne. Because my body was used to a certain climate and then the change sort of shifted the pH in my skin, etc, etc. And... That was kind of when my acne got really bad was when I was 16. So it's quite funny that I decided to leave Dubai and came to the UK and got really bad skin. But no, it's it's amazing to be able to sort of like be traveled and to have, you know, my home in different places. Yeah, I do wish I went back more. My sister's still there, but...
0: What was it yes. like growing up in Dubai? It's... The way I explain it. Seems like an interesting place. Is it's opposite to what everyone thinks, which sounds really strange, but it's
1: obviously portrayed in a certain way and everyone thinks... It's quite normal, but it's because when you live there, you don't go on the beach every day because you're going to school. You know, on the weekends, you kind of do your homework and, like, go to the mall with your friend. But, yeah, it's a cool place. And mm-hmm. when my family went there it was before Dubai was what it is so everyone was like what's Dubai like yeah. where are you going what is this I'm place very quickly. and then yeah. suddenly like while we were there everything just got built and everyone was like oh my god Dubai and I was like what like I know some people who to Dubai like seven times just for holiday I'm like there's more places in the world to see guys but they just love it people really do and it is a really cool place. I do miss it in like some aspects. Like it's actually really fun to go party. <laughs> that's good because it's got all the beach clubs and it's really like it is a beautiful
0: city. It's a bit strange because obviously it's it's very new. It is literally like younger than my dad. And it's pretty big step coming back to England, where your parents were originally from, right?
1: Yeah, I was like. I feel like everyone probably goes through this a little bit. Wherever you grow up, it's, you know, it's the same place, same people. You do the same things and you kind of are like, I want to go see somewhere else. Um, And I know obviously Dubai is amazing, but, you know, I was brought up with the same people and it was very like, you know, I knew it. And I was like, I want to explore the world. Um, And I was like, where can I go? I'm English. So obviously I was like, I can go to England. And I was doing the last two years of like... Uh, school so my dad was like okay you can like go to boarding school in the UK and I was like okay and you know thinking I don't know you're a teenager and you're like yeah I'm away from my parents this is so cool and then I get there and I'm in the countryside and I'm like oh this is very different but it was cool I went to art college um so everybody was a bit crazy which was a shock but it was fun and then the dream was basically to go to London and go to London College of Fashion University which I did. So I'm very proud to That's say that. That's so cool. And now I've lived in London for four and a half years. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. I don't know if I feel like a Londoner. Like, it's so strange people are like, so you feel like you're a Londoner now? I'm like... Kind of But London's a very big place mm. So I feel like in East Londoner Because I live in East London East London's
0: very cool I love it here yeah. But
1: literally like I go to Because like, I work in fashion And we do like shoots In different places And we did like a shoot The other day And I was like Where am I? Like it was some place In London I'd never been So it's a very big city mm. So I'm always kind of finding a different place but yeah. no I do I do love it
0: so you work so what's your role that you do within fashion it sounds really exciting
1: so I work for a sort of tech company and I work uh, as a digital wholesale assistant so we do wholesale for loads of different brands like we have Michael Kors and we kind of create 360 degree photographs and we put them online and um then we have buyers from all over the world come and buy you know the wholesale for their stores we have like you know selfridges harrods so it's a really cool aspect of the fashion industry and it's really exciting and like i was at fashion week the other day so i can't really complain i do
0: love the fashion industry that's so cool What is some advice i always ask my guests this that you would give your younger self
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, I would basically just tell myself that it's going to be okay. Like, it's really sad to think actually, because genuinely I was a very sort of emotional kid because of my skin and because of how I felt I sort of like was ugly. And I would definitely tell myself that stop beating yourself up when it comes to the words you use about how you look and don't focus so much on Sleeping with makeup, wash your face. <laughs>
0: wash that makeup Literally, off. Literally,
1: I would sleep with makeup on and embrace life more than focusing on yourself. Mm, totally. Yeah, it's really sad when I think about it because genuinely I was I was in a horrible headspace when I was younger and definitely when you're a teenager, you know, you can be really horrible to yourself.
0: Mm, I guess in that uh, you've given us a lot of advice for others, but what is some advice you would give to other women whether they, whether they are struggling with it, and you've given us so much or just wanting to you know live their best life and do some amazing things like you are
1: oh my gosh just go and do it it sounds really silly but genuinely like do something spontaneous I think that's the thing I always tell people I'm just like if it scares you do it like you know go traveling on your own if you really want to like just just click the button do it Like, don't be scared. Rip the bandaid off. That's the Mm -hmm. best advice. Just rip the bandaid off. Just do do the things right. Don't think
0: about it for too long. Just
1: do it. And don't, it sounds silly. Like I know sometimes get people's advice, but sometimes just do you, you know, you don't always need to, you know, please other people. Just do whatever you want to do.
0: What makes you feel empowered as well as a woman? I think being a woman, which probably sounds really silly,
1: but I'm so proud about being a woman in this generation that there are so many other women using their voice. And I love being a woman who's part of that. You know, I'm I'm using my voice. I'm an activist. That's empowering to see other women doing the same thing. And it's a great time to be a woman. There's a lot of woke yes. right now, aren't there? Seriously. <laughs> like we are like doing the best things we can. Mm. It's amazing.
0: What are some things that you would like to?
1: I'm still fighting for there to be a cover of a magazine to show acne. Whether it be me or someone else, I'm determined, even if there's just one, for someone to see that and to shock the system in a good way and to show that it's not weird and it's not ugly it's normal and someone like me who's suffering acne to to be like oh my gosh there's someone like me I want us to be
0: represented yeah thank you so much for what you're doing and for your time today it's been so lovely to chat it's been so lovely to meet you thank you so much for getting me on thank you so much for listening to the self-love club podcast please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on eps you may have missed one thing that really helps is leaving reviews and sharing the Self Love Club with your friends and on your Instagram stories. It means I can keep doing this, uh, and also we can spread the self love message to others who may really need it. To keep up with the Self Love Club, find me at Belle Crawford and at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Plus, check out my website bellecrawford.com for the Self Love Club resources and blog posts. A big thanks to our audio engineer Nick Baldwin. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through the rest of the year with weekly episodes available each Monday. Catch you soon, babes.